Hello and welcome to another episode of Around the Gavel. I'm your host, Sarah Morris, and today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Mary Jennifer Huffman. She is a CPA. She's a partner at Tompkins and Peters CPA firm in town. They also, I know they have offices in Montana, uh, and I believe, are there any others? We do. Nope, just multi-state Montana and Nevada. Great. So, please welcome MJ. I call her MJ, but her full name is Mary Jennifer. Uh, so thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be a guest today and uh, just talk more about what we do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, can you give me a little bit about your background and how you got into CPA practice and tax planning? Sure, sure. So there's so much you can do with an accounting degree these days. And so um, I was really interested in becoming a CPA. Um, and I also am a certified fraud examiner as well as a CPA. And so um, I think a lot of people hear on uh, CSI about forensics and that kind of thing. <laughs> and so uh, working in forensic accounting as well as um, income tax preparation has just been an interest to me, especially because my uncle was a CPA um, oh, here okay. in Las Vegas, actually. And I did not uh, know that about you. Yeah, okay. yeah. He was a CPA. Um, he got more into the real estate world, um, and so he doesn't actively practice public accounting, but uh, he definitely got me interested in the field, and um, and so I uh, got my bachelor's degree and then went on to uh, get my certified public accountant's license as well, both in Nevada and in Montana. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been with Tonkins and Peters for... A uh, little over 12 years, and uh, yes, I just really enjoy that firm mentality and being a part of a firm so that I can specialize more in income tax and focus my uh, practice a little bit. And that, yeah, that was my next question. I was going to ask you if you did have an area of specialization, and I know you said you're a fraud exam- examiner in um, income tax preparation? Those are my focuses. So we're a full service firm. So we do help with, um, you know, financial statements, audits, income tax preparation, as well as litigation support. Um, And so uh, our other two partners, Bo Johnson and Dana Tompkins, uh, do more with the, um, they're certified uh, valuation analysts. And so they do more with the business valuation side of things. And, uh, and then I can help out with the forensic accounting. Um, can you explain more about what forensic accounting is? Sure, sure. So that's a great question. Uh, forensic accounting focuses on um, a lot of times when you're worried about fraud or embezzlement, that's when you hire a forensic accountant to come in and take a look at things. So um, we are doing a variety of things. There's no set procedures for that. Um, It's very client specific. And generally at the end of our analysis, um, we have either a conversation or issue a letter to uh, our client to just um, let them know what we did find, what we suspect. Um, And we oftentimes get our direction a lot from attorneys. Um, As a expert witness or a potential expert witness, it's oftentimes the attorneys that will let the client know what is what they're able to litigate, what the end goal is, and that generally helps to focus our job. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So just to give a layman's example, if you, you know, if I have a business and I'm concerned that someone might be embezzling, then I may hire your firm to review the books 
to see what you can see, see what you can find out. Exactly. Like a very simple, simplified example of what you could do as a forensic accountant. Yes. Unfortunately, employees is the most common um, that we see. Um, Oftentimes, it will be when someone goes on vacation or ends up leaving the firm, something like that, that that we would see that. Um, That definitely happens on the nonprofit side. It can happen to um, someone who's abusing their fiduciary responsibility. Um, We go in and and help to evaluate that. Um, It can be very basic as far as um, just letting letting the client know what is risk and what you know what can be supportable um, it can sometimes be a little bit more specific we currently have a case um, that actually happened with a divorce case um, and uh, and the um, we're we're helping the side that thinks that the business was worth more than the, the spouse mm, was saying okay. and so in that um, there's a little bit of concern that not all the income was reported on income tax returns, that kind of thing. And so um, that would be something that we would take a look at. Right. And then kind of coinciding with that, um, you said that another one of your partners does business valuation. So if, if you were getting ready to sell a business or, you know, there was a litigation and because of course we're involved in a lot of litigation with businesses and ultimately sometimes they agree to sell, the parties agree to sell and they have to have a valuation done. So that's where, you would come, you could potentially, your firm could help out, right? Right, okay. right. It happened, I would say the most of our um, our situations are some sort of divorce, um, looking to value the business, and um, and it is usually one side or the other that's looking to hire someone to come in and, and value that business. Um, and so divorce is unfortunately probably the biggest part of that. Um, but yes, we have also helped with, um, with someone who is um, purchasing a business or selling a business to make sure that they're getting what they can for it. Um, We've also helped with um, some of the estate planning side of it too. If there is some gifting um, involved, then we can help to do those business valuations uh, to help to support that. Great, okay. And you know, we're on a legal podcast, so I did want to ask you some some kind of legal, something that goes into the legal um, world. And I generally ask my guests what their most unusual situation they've come across and that, that crosses over to the law is. Do you have any like interesting, unusual things that have come up lately that have to do with the law? I think the most interesting thing that we're following right now is just um, what's happening with the marijuana business. Um, and uh, federally, that being illegal, but... Um, the states, more and more of them, are allowing for some sort of marijuana uh, business, and that's still a difficult thing um, for for them to establish banking relationships. It is difficult even when it comes to the income tax preparation because anytime you have a federally illegal uh, business, um, then only the cost of goods sold can be deducted. So only what they're truly putting into um, to selling their product is deductible. Um, anything that would be normally a business expense like advertising or um, you know some of these office supplies, some of those things um, that are a little bit more indirectly related generally aren't deductible. Um, it's just the cost of goods sold that is deductible. So it is something that we're watching and probably 
crosses that legal line mm-hmm. the most often when it comes to income tax preparation, at least. That makes sense. And plus, it's such a developing new area of the law. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so it, it makes sense that it would be coming up a lot. And in terms of just typical legal issues that you come across as an accountant, what do those look like? Well, we work very closely with um, any legal team when it comes to our litigation support and business advisory capacity. But just on an everyday basis, I would say um, LLC setup. Um, people are so interested in making sure that they're set up correctly to save on income taxes, but it certainly crosses with the legal world. We always recommend to our clients that anytime they're setting up a new uh, entity that they consult their attorney. Um, and it is really the biggest thing that I try to work with attorneys on so that we are making sure that we're both going for the same goal of the client. And so um, I would say that's where we cross over the most often. And it can be so important to make sure that they're getting legal advice as well as some uh, accounting and income tax help too. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense, especially um, in our field, you know, we, we do business, real estate, and estate planning, and so the business comes up all the time. And, you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of people that call and they've already set up their businesses, but they may not have set them up correctly. So it's nice to know that you're at least telling them not only on the tax side, there's definitely a tax side, they have to make sure they set them up a certain way for tax purposes, and then there's the legal side, and they have to make sure, you know, whatever they're trying to do, they actually do legally. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's a... I agree it's a a good time to talk to both and I always tell them my clients talk to the CPA about the tax consequences before we set up the entity or before we create this the estate plan to make sure that everything works I think the most common misperception I see too is just what does that liability protection look like Um, we see um, clients who just set up one LLC but then properties don't get put into that LLC or something to that effect and um, and they think that because they have a LLC that they must be protected and that's probably the biggest thing that we see that we start recommending that they consult with their attorney and make sure that they really are getting that liability protection that they're looking for. That completely goes into exactly what, what I, I come across when people call me. It is all about liability protection for the most part and making sure that you're protected as much as you can be. So, well, um, is there anything else you want to add? about CPAism and taxes? <laughs> um, I think uh, I think our worlds cross over quite a bit. So I think it's so important that we all work as a team to, to make sure that we're getting the best product. Um, I think that um, our worlds should probably cross over more often than they do. Agreed. And, uh, and so um, I think, yeah, income taxes, estate planning, and um, uh, that liability protection uh, the litigation support at all is is a big thing that we we, we do cross over. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate it because, you know, I, like you said, I agree, we all need to be working more together because especially, for example, in estate planning, um, you should be talking to your lawyer, you should be talking to your CPA, and you should be talking to your financial planner. <laughs> so all three of us should be working together to make sure that we're creating the right plan for the person. Um, and I do want to say, you know, I, I've worked with MJ personally. She is very prompt, very knowledgeable, and she, she, what she promises she will deliver, she actually delivers. Oh, <laughs> so I would highly recommend her um, if you want somebody that you can rely on. 
in in taxes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so you. So I appreciate you coming on our show today. And um, if you have any comments, just post them in the, underneath the podcast, SoundCloud, Facebook, or on Twitter, or on Instagram, LinkedIn, basically any social media platform. You can always call as well. You know we offer complimentary 15-minute phone consults. So if you think you need an attorney, you probably do, but give us a call and we'll let you know if you do. <laughs> Thanks for listening.